Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 888-FARMERS to switch, and you can save an average $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings. Survey data July to December 2020. We are farmers. So I I saw this this report um, in that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was open to um uh to to being traded. Okay, so he has a no trade clause, no trade clause in his contract that he's willing he's willing uh to to wipe off for the right thing. Um the the Patriots did talk to the Lions about Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford didn't want to go there. I think a good portion of it was he didn't. Ha- he he came out and said he had a good working relationship with with Matt Patricia, but the Patriots don't have the weaponry that the Rams, for example, had. Uh, the Patriots have picked up the phone on Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, Deshaun Watson, and Marcus Mariota. Now remember, the Patriots drafted Garoppolo in the second round in 2014, and the thought was that Tom Brady would age like most normal human beings would age and he'd eventually be the heir apparent. So uh, Brady last year left new England and the Niners, well, they, they kind of kicked the tires on it, but they decided to stick with Garoppolo instead of Tom Brady. Brady 
I think would have liked to come home, but I don't think there was an offer ever made. It was more of an exploratory thing. Now, what we're told is, well, the Niners should have gone after Brady. They, they should have. There's a guy named Josh Schrock who wrote a piece in Yahoo, excuse me, on uh, NBC Sports Bay Area. The Niners should have, they, they didn't. The Niners were bad last year, but it wasn't because they didn't get Tom Brady. They were bad because Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt. And oh, yeah, by the way, Nick Bosa got hurt. So your best player, Nick Bosa, and your most important player, your quarterback, are both hurt. How low do you think you're going to look? How do you think you're going to look? Um, but I, I think, though, that the this the die was cast. Oh, I like that expression. Have you guys ever heard of the die was cast? Is that a... Um, Dan Byer, do you like the die was cast, or do you have another? Uh, do you have another that expression fits. for yeah. that? Huh? Yeah, that 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 works. Yeah, uh, the die was cast uh, is it's an old school kind of idiom, and you can kind of look look it up, and uh, it means this course of action has been finalized. The expression comes from a Latin phrase thought to have been said by Julius Caesar when he crossed the Rubicon River. And became embroiled in a civil war in 49 BC. And how about that one? That is his, that is history. <laughs> I was, was going to say, I think the toothpaste is out of the tube is maybe like the updated version of that. Correct. But yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. That's good. Ramos, do you have any you'd like to throw in? What about you, Gavin? Any you'd like to throw in? The toothpaste is out of the tube. It's uh, hard to put the jack back in the box, right? <laughs> Never heard that one before. <laughs> right? You had to put the jack back in the box. You got to get try hard to get those clowns back in the car, right? You ever seen the clowns hop out of the clown car? Yes. Like, man, try putting them back in. The die was cast. It's the idea of like this thing was decided a long time ago. I think the die was cast after the Super Bowl when fair or unfair, and I think it's pretty fair, is they saw Garoppolo with a lead and how tight he was. Remember in the first half, he threw a terrible interception, which is Jimmy Garoppolo 101. But they saw Garoppolo with a lead. And then even with all of those other mistakes, he had Emmanuel Sanders. And it wasn't just that he missed Emmanuel Sanders. He missed him, and he missed him the one place you can't miss him, which is long. And it, maybe it's counterintuitive where there's some throws that you want to make where only the wide receiver can catch it and nobody else. But when you're trying to hit somebody on an explosive and it's a play you got dialed up, you've been waiting, 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 and then you get it and he's open if anything, you want to be short, not long. It's not like a golf course, right? Like, like, where's the trap? Where's the hazard? What is the undulation of the green, right? Like, if that thing is, if there is a, if there's a, a trap in back, right, in, in the back of the green, and the green slopes from back to front, help me out, buyer. Like, the place you don't want to be is long, because then you got to then you got to get up and down out of the trap or up and down out of some rough that yes. are behind the green and you can't stop it when it's rolling downhill. So when you look at this, everybody says, well, like, yeah, it probably take a seven iron to get there, but just take an eight. Cause if you're short, you're okay. If you're long, you're screwed. You know, is that that fair way of yeah, expressing if you're long, it? you're dead. Yep. Yeah. You're long, you're dead. So th- that throw in the Super Bowl, combined with, they only let him throw eight times in the NFC championship game. He had the big pick in the first half. He missed some guys that were wide open early in the second half that could have kind of sealed the deal. And then all that, all that being discussed, okay. Then you overthrow when all you're supposed to, at, at, at worst, underthrow your wide receiver. And then you get hurt again like, dude, the die was cast. He's done there. If they can find anybody who's a viable replacement, hopefully somebody who costs him less money, that's where Sam Darnold would come in. So I don't think he's opening up his... He's taking off his no trade clause for some reason other than he's worried about getting cut because right, as of right now, like, well, we can't trade you. We'll have to cut you like, no, 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 I want to stick at this salary. I want to stick in this contract or I can re- even if I renegotiate a contract with a new team, I can do so from a position of strength. If you're out of a job, there, there's no leveraging people, really. There's, you can leverage game job against job, but you want to come in with that starting co- starting quarterback salary. And then if you don't like me, all right, fine, we can, or if you don't like that contract, we can completely and totally redo it. But you're, you're negotiating from a position of strength. I think he's, we're only having this discussion if the Niners are done with him. 
And there's two po- two likely destinations. One is New England, and the other one is potentially Houston. But remember, Jimmy G next year, it still is $26.4 million cap hit. Hey, he still paid $25 million in cash, and there's 27 more. There's There's not... Like, we made it out like there was these opt-outs and easy-outs. Not really. Not based upon how this contract is written. Like You're going to pay him for two more years if you have him. Um, you know, like, like there, there's some interesting details to it, but he wants to be, he doesn't want to be cut. He wants to be kept at that salary. And then if I'm going to renegotiate my deal, I'll start from the $25 million a year uh, renegotiation point. Anyway, I think it's going to be interesting. I think he's done there. And and I think the dye was cast. The, the toothpaste was out of the tooth. Wait, the toothpaste was out of the tube, right? The jack was out of the box. And the clowns were out of the car going back to the Super Bowl. And I'm sure what they were thinking was, hey, look, if we go get Tom Brady, he will make those throws. The problem with Tom Brady was, at 43 years old, they didn't know if he could do everything else it took. You know, the previous 18 games it took to get to game 19. That was their fear. And I think that's a reasonable fear. Very, very reasonable. Coming up next, I'll tell you what I think of the now quelled controversy over one loudmouth kid and Cam Newton in a seven-on-seven football tournament. That's upcoming next. But first, you walk into your favorite store, you go to the razor section. It hits you. It's a bunch of different options, right? And they all have something new and... We got the eight blade. We got the 10 blade. We got the 15 blade razor. More razors and more blades are better. Well, that's not actually the way it works. Dollar Shave Club. And they have shaving in their name. So they know what they're doing. They got you. DSC is, they they got you taken care of. They got the premium six blade cartridge designed for daily shavers with short hair. A four blade cartridge for less frequent shavers with longer hair. The blades are spaced out a little bit more for easy rinsing, right? Because, you know, we haven't shaved in a couple days. You know, it gets, like, clogged up. The four blade is great because that's a lot of times how I roll during the week. If you're still confused, don't worry. I told you Dollar Shave Club has got you. They put both cartridges into one new starter box so you can test drive them both, right? For more information, just go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Doug. Again, dollarshaveclub.com slash Doug. And check out DSC or your newest nearest store. Remember, dollarshaveclub.com slash Doug. You got questions. We got answers. Welcome to the club. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Uh, there's some breaking news in Major League Baseball. Uh, buyer, you want to take it or you want me to take it? I mean, it's an. I think it's actually an interesting discussion. Um, there's a guy named Kevin Mather. Is it Mather? Is that how we pronounce it? Breaking news from Fox Sports. Dan, you saw the Seattle story? Yes, yes. All over it, Doug. All over it. Uh, Mariners president and CEO Kevin Mather has resigned his position after making controversial comments uh, in a Zoom call on a Rotary Club meeting uh, recently. Uh, about 45 minutes, uh, said a lot, and uh, now Mather, done with the organization. What, what did you think of, like, look, it's cancel culture. Uh, I don't know if it's at its best or its worst. I mean, this is a guy who, just just so people are aware, um, there were some sexual harassment claims made against him for an unsolicited back rub. Oh, back rub guy. Like, come on. Right? And apparently something he said about another woman in the office. Again, I don't. And he got elevated to CEO. But CEO is, it's kind of a figurehead position in Major League. He acted like, well, like, we're going to do away with umpires in, in two years. Like, you're the CEO. You're not making that decision. Anyway, what did you think of the contents? Because I know you're all over the story of what he said. Yeah, I, you know, the, the strategy portion of it, of what the team was going to do is stuff that I think if you're a team would be cause enough to why are you letting out our secrets? But it was to me, it was it was the comments about the prospect who was trying to learn English that I, I don't know, for for some reason, I'm, I'm really sensitive to that. I, I, I took like four years of of, you know. Uh, high school German, Doug, took German in college. I'm removed from it for 20 years, and I couldn't hold the conversation right now. And so I, I when I hear, like, these athletes trying to learn and just, you know, trying to do their best to learn a language uh, where they, you know, are trying to make a living, I don't know, for some reason, like, I, I really commend the athletes for doing that. And to hear this guy take shots at a prospect who's trying to get better and just trying to learn when realistically he doesn't have to is an issue. And then he made the comments about, uh, you know, a former pitcher and having to pay an interpreter. Yeah, all that stuff just really rubbed me the wrong way. I just I, I was not a fan. I mean, it, it it's enough to give away secrets and how you're planning to deal with your minor league prospects and and even your veterans on the team. That's enough, but I, I think those other things were just completely insensitive shots that didn't need to be taken. I, I, I actually don't feel like the comments were that insensitive, but I think in totality, it's a guy who I, no one should have ever cleared him to do a Rotary Club deal. And if you're a CEO of something and you don't know better than to not give away your strategy, say anything which could be conceived as negative Right. Again, like there's um, my, my brother uh, has been an assistant coach in college basketball for 25 years. And he went and heard Mac Brown speak one year. And he, 
Mac went around the room and he said, Coach, how's your season? And some coaches were like, great, Coach. We finished this. We won the league. We did this. Coach, how's your season? Ah, not very good, Coach. You know, this happened, that happened, whatever. They went back around the room and he said, like, pointed to all the guys that had something negative to say about their program. And he said, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. And he said, why would you tell somebody who doesn't know the inner workings of your program anything negative? Like, I, I don't coach your team. I'm not, why, why would you, I'm not around your team. I'm not, and especially if you're the media, like, why would you say anything negative? Nothing. You can go two and 10. Just go like, you know, look, the record might not have been there, but we grew, we played young kids, they're getting better. We can see, you know, like, again, you can frame it any way you want. I mean, like, look, the Julio Rodriguez is uh, maybe the best prospect in baseball. He's 20 years old. And I believe, and this is one of the things you're talking about, uh, Mather said uh, he, he's loud and his English is not tremendous. Now, look, we could go into what's he mean by being loud. You know, is that a shot at Latin culture for being much louder? And okay, is it and his English is not tremendous is not it's not the it's not the worst statement in the world. But when you have other things working against you, when you've already let us in on whatever your strategy is, when you brag like you're the one controlling all these different things and then you say things that can be taken as negatives, like what are you doing? So I don't think of this as cancel culture. This is a guy who got himself canceled, right? Nobody forced him to do the Rotary Club thing. And, you know, the last thing you need to do at Rotary, like I'm going to do a Rotary Club thing in Oklahoma on Thursday. You know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to go like, you know, Dan Beyer. (sighs) John Ramos. (laughs) Scott Shapiro, my boss, and Don Martin. (sighs) You know? Plus, why would I say anything negative about the place that I work? Like, that doesn't make any sense. None. But the, like, I'm getting tired of playing for this interpreter, and suddenly his English turned around. Like, all right, like, sorry, these are first world problems. We don't, the fact that you can afford to pay somebody and afford to pay an interpreter when you haven't had fans in stands at games, like, you're doing pretty good stuff. Maybe read the room a little bit. But I don't think of this as cancel culture. I think of this as a dude who got canceled himself. He's a dumbass. And it, was, it wasn't any one thing he said. It was just like, you know, if you're not offended by the things he said about players, you know, or stories that he apparently made up, you would be offended by the fact that he's giving away kind of their strategy. And even if none of that offends you, the fact that he's like bragging about these things, like he makes every decision by himself, you got to go. Yeah. And, and, and Doug, the thing about like service time, it's not like it's a hidden secret in Major League Baseball that teams do this. It's just to come out and hear an executive just go out and, and say it. Yeah, he's not going to be up until late April, blah, blah, blah. Like, like there's a there's another level of stupid there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of another level of stupid, did you see the Spencer Jones fight? The Oklahoma uh, wide receiver slash holder for kicks. Yes. <laughs> and are you using fight in, uh, in air quotes? Well, I mean, they were fighting. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it seemed like it was pretty one-sided. So, yeah, yeah. he he's lucky. He apparently almost lost an eye. Uh, there's video of the incident, and I mean, he was like instigating the fight. Like he's like tapped this dude in the face, and then apparently the guy had an MMA background, and it was it was the, it was the old. There's two punches, right? Me hit me hitting you, uh, two hits, me hitting you and you hitting the ground. That's what exactly what happened when he got into the fight. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's catch up with uh, Charles Robinson, of course, has the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast, senior NFL uh, reporter for Yahoo. Um, okay, so now we have some quarterback movement. Let's start with Carson Wentz. What are people around the league saying about the Carson Wentz trade from the Eagles to the Colts? Um, you know, I mean, it makes sense. That was the natural match. Um, obviously, Carson had his best season um, with Frank Reich. And I think the, the, the question for him was the acquiring party had to feel like um, – there was confidence there he could be repaired. Whatever was broken in the next two two years had to be repaired. And I think 
the one thing inside the Eagles organization that was pretty apparent is, and I don't know that a lot of people know this. I mean, you know, Carson can be pretty hard headed and um, that was something that he ran into with Doug Peterson um, just coaching in general. I, I think there were a lot of cooks in the kitchen. They talked a lot about his mechanics over the years. And I think after a while, you know, he started to just tune that out. And as his game deteriorated, so did his relationship with Doug Peterson. So um, the one person who hasn't been part of that equation in a while is, is Frank Reich. And I think he had a really good relationship with Frank. Um, all in all, I think the compensation, people thought that was about right. I, I think the stuff about the, you know, first round or two first round picks was kind of BS. You know, no one really ever believed that was um, that was something that was going to be on the table, but it's, it's a, other than paying the salary, which, you know, they have the space, it's a fairly low risk, um, two year shot considering their head coach has a relationship with the guy. All right. What about the Eagles? Is Jalen Hurts the guy or do they draft one at six? I, you know, I think they draft one because part of the reason why they went and got Jalen Hurts, um, it was because they wanted to sign a, a veteran quarterback, um, to, to, or, or uh, upper echelon, what they thought was a starting quality option behind Carson Wentz um, as a backup. But the problem was all the veterans cost a lot of money and the Eagles just didn't have it to spend. And so, um, you know, I think that's why they drafted Hertz and Howie Roseman also wanted, you know, he likes to accrue young quarterbacks and the thought process was to get him in the third. They felt like he wasn't going to be there, so they take him in the second. Things unfold the way that they do. I, I think that they are open to, to drafting another quarterback, and I don't think there's a ton of options here because their, their cap situation is completely whacked, and the $180 million cap, even if it moves to 182 or 183 or whatever, isn't really going to help them considerably. So they, they need a cheap backup option at quarterback, and unless there's a veteran out there who's a starting caliber player who's willing to sign for the league minimum, um, they're not going to have really a lot of options uh, to back up Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see exactly what their, their 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 plan is. Okay, so then who's the next one to go? Um, the, the reports out of San Francisco that Jimmy Garoppolo is open to being traded, meaning they you know they were probably going to trade him and cut him any or cut him anyway. So that doesn't right. But but whatever. Uh, then you got Sam Donald, Deshaun Watson. Teddy Bridgewater, like what's the next shoe to drop? Uh, well, you know, I, I would tend to believe that it's either going to be, look, I, I don't think Darnold's, I'd be surprised if they graded out Darnold. They're going to go through the process of comparing him to the quarterbacks they're in the draft now um, and, and basically decide, like I think if it's even close, they draft a quarterback and they deal Sam Darnold for whatever they can get now. I would say it would be Darnold to be the next guy who's who's a little more obvious in nature. The high cost guys are going to take time. You know, that's uh, whether it's Deshaun Watson or you know if you believe Russell Wilson could get dealt. You know, Garoppolo I think is a guy who could factor in sooner than later because I do think that the Patriots are a team that would make a lot of sense for him, um, and and I think Bill would be open to to acquiring him, bringing him back. Um, but also, you know, before San Francisco does that, it has to have the plan in place for who it's going to get. And if that tends to be another high-priced guy, that's going to drag it out. So I think it's Darnold or Bridgewater. The interesting thing about Bridgewater is, um, you know, they, they clearly are motivated to, to bring in an, another quarterback, the Carolina Panthers. And they've been involved in almost every veteran quarterback talk. It, it, from what I understand, it seems like they've called anybody they feel like, you know, could potentially fit their system. And I think owner David Tepper has just decided, you know, he's looked out across the league and he said, look, if you don't have the quarterback who you think is like a top 10 Super Bowl caliber guy, you don't have your quarterback, which is that's part of why Jared Goff just got dealt from the Rams because they said he's not a top 10 quarterback, you know, a, a winning Super Bowl type of guy. If he doesn't fit with us, he doesn't fit. And I think Tepper's, you know, of the same mind. So, those are the two. The two that, to me, are most motivated. Carolina's very motivated. The Jets, I think, will be very motivated once they figure out that one of these young quarterbacks, um, you know, fits a little bit better into their future than Sam Darnold. What does Pittsburgh do? You know, Pittsburgh's interesting. Um, you know, do, do, could I see them, uh, you know, essentially cutting Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, I could. Absolutely. I, I think that if, if it's, you know, cap hit, it's just not happening. There's no way. I mean, there's um, they cannot keep him aboard at the number that he's at now. 
Um, I don't, I think they think his statistics, you know, were a little bit inflated last year. Um, he's not, you know, some people are going to look at the box scores and go, well, geez, he's playing better than ever. Um, that's not really true. Um, so I, I think it's going to be maybe sort of like a Drew Brees situation with the Saints last year where um, they have to find some kind of financial middle ground that maybe pushes some money out a little bit and brings him back one more year. But he's not – the way the deal is structured now, either he's redoing it or he's getting cut one or the other. Or, or I mean, I guess if he decides he wants to retire rather than be cut. But that doesn't sound like, you know, what he wants to do. So, um it, he could be a guy who, who unexpectedly comes into play for maybe a team that is looking for a one or two year option a la Philip Rivers and the Colts last year. Yeah, it's, it's, but I mean, who, I don't know how it works, right? Like, yeah, yeah. he With gets cut. How much of that dead cap money goes on their cap if they cut him? Oh, man. Um, I don't have the numbers right in front of me. I mean, it's, uh, it, let me, let me put it to you this way it's prohibitive enough. Um, that, I, I just, I guess, they, I don't understand the tactic, right? Like last year, right? last year the, well, the GM move. Kevin Colbert came out and was like, "We're all kids. He's the adult right. in the room." Right? Yeah, this well, year he's I, like, you know, he could come back, but we want to see what these other guys have a chance to do. Okay, so if you're trying to get a guy to retire, why not say, "Hey, look, we love Ben. We love him to come back. We got to try and figure out what's what's smart." Like. We're going to figure out a way to make it work best for all. Like have a little, there, there was a little abruptness to it, which kind of led us in on the, we don't really want him to come back. If he does, he's going to have to take a serious pay cut. And even then we don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand their, their, their tactic that they're taking. Well, because I think it's, you know, everything's pushed up. Everybody's got to make decisions now. I mean, this cap, you know, when the, when the new league year kicks in, um, you got to make decisions. Like there's not a lot of time. Um, in the off season to, to play with, you know, the financials, every team's working hard to, you know, cut guys right now and get themselves positioned for what, wherever the cap ultimately settles. And, uh, you know, with Ben, I think, look, I, if they cut him, you could, you could designate him a post June cut and, and split the cap hit up, you know, over, over two seasons, which is ultimately what I think they would do if they, they cut him. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, no one can really sit around and wait, particularly considering you're in a quarterback market right now that if you're moving on, there's still options out there for you to go after. There's still things for you to consider um, if if you're going to move on from Roethlisberger. It's not like they can really go after you know, some of these veteran-level guys, but um, I don't think they want this to become something like that just drags on you know, through the course of the off season, and then it ends up in the same place where it was always going to end up. Almost, I, and I know it was an injury situation, but almost like Cam Newton last year with the Panthers. We all knew where it was going, and it dragged on for a really long time before it ultimately got to the point where the Panthers you know, released him. And I think the, the Steelers have been pretty clear to Ben you know, what, their, what their plans are and what they would like to happen here. And if he's not on board with it, they're going to have to figure out a way to offload them, you know, either, as I said, by cutting them or, or getting someone else who's potentially interested in them a year. I just don't know um, what team out there would really look at Ben and, and say that that's a guy that fits. Charles Robinson joining us, Yahoo Sports. This is Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, here's a name we haven't discussed. Dak Prescott. What happens there? Well, they have to sign him. I mean, they don't... It's it's pretty simple. They're going to tag him. Like he's not, you know, if he if he's not playing next year, they're going to tag him and they're going to have to go to work to restructure everything to get it done. But I think the Cowboys also know if we tag him, it's done. Like we're not. He's hitting free agency next year. We're not hitting him with the the ridiculous third year tag that would just, you know, there's no way for us to ever do that. So it it has to get done now. Um, I I think the Cowboys. If the Cowboys come to the realization that they're not getting him for, you know, probably a sub forty million dollar contract, they and if they really want him, um, and they feel like they saw the impact on the team when he departed last year, um, they're just going to have to cough up that money. People can argue whether or not they they believe he's worth it, um, but ultimately you got to remember Jerry Jones. I don't know, you know, doesn't have a lot of campaigns in him left, and I don't think he's sitting there going, "Hey, let's." let's roll the dice here and go get somebody that, you know, we're unfamiliar with. We'll let Dak walk and figure it out with some other veteran quarterback. I don't think that's a palatable option for him. So 
I think if they just decided, you know what, we're going to we're going to go to the table, say four years, forty million a year, we're going to guarantee the the mass, you know, the bulk of it. Um, you know, Dak Prescott's there tomorrow, so um, they can go the tag route. But the tag route is just okay. Let's see what happens in in twenty twenty one, and then we're going to have to figure out who our quarterback is going to be after that because he will not return if he's tagged again. What What does Houston ultimately do? <laughs> That is a. Uh, I, I think that until someone offers three first round picks, um, they're gonna go ahead and tell Deshaun Watson, okay, like you know, we'll see. You're not gonna show up, then you're. Not, we'll see. Let's let's drag this out and see where it goes. Um, they just, you know, the owners adamant. I think, um, you know, Nick Casario does not want to let this guy go. I think they still feel like they can affect the process here. I don't know that that's the truth. I mean, he clearly feels burned by Cal McNair, the owner. That's not going to change. The owner's not going to change. And so, you know, until a team comes to the table and says, hey, we'll give you three first-round picks. I, there's this idea it's three first-round picks and then a couple players. I think that would soften. I really do. I think the sweetener of, hey, we want a couple of your starting caliber, maybe defensive players, I think that would soften depending on, you know, who comes to the table with three first-round picks. If it's the, Let's say it's the Jets. The Jets come and they say, we got three first-round picks. We're going to give them to you at the very least you're going to have the second pick in the draft and probably a couple pretty decent mid round picks. If they're, if they're first round picks in uh, 2022, 2023, I, I really believe that Houston would probably take that deal. They just have to come to terms with the fact that I, I really truly believe that Watson is willing to sit out 2021. If he has to. Yeah, but who's ever done that? Carson. But Carson did it, and uh, you know, Carson look, did Carson it. It was the Palmer, middle, I mean, middle of his contract. Like, who's done that? Well, Carson Palmer essentially retired, you know, right. to get himself, um, you know. Right, but if we, if we look at the progression of it, and I know it's everything is different, but Carson's logic behind was it, when he signed his new contract, they promised him things, and several years later, they hadn't delivered on, the process, uh, on their pro- promises. Houston signed a contract with him 10 months ago, they promised to change the culture. Granted, they also said they keep involved in the coaching search or whatever. But like they they did they they gutted everything, and now he still doesn't like. That's a hard one for me to understand. There's not it's not really a parallel, but there's never been a quarterback set out. Well, there's never been anybody on on his level. Like you know, there's never an ascending top five quarterback in the league that virtually almost every team in the NFL would be interested in if he was available tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's never happened, but I, I don't think this idea that um, it was just, you know, him taking a part and, you know, weighing in on the GM hire or the, you know, head coach hire. I think it's more than that. I mean, when you talk to other players on the team, they tell you it's more than that. Like it's not, it's the culture of the organization. They look, the reality is the Houston Texans have fired a lot of black employees in the executive layer of the team. And I think there are players, when you talk to players in the organization, they go, look, there were people we felt like we could talk to in the executive layer um, who aren't there anymore. And they were fired essentially after Jack Easterby came in. And we feel like we really didn't have any chance to kind of really tell Jack Easterby or anyone else, like, Hey, these are, these are people that are important to us and the culture of the organization, us feeling like the organization hears us. And, you know, some of these people went out the door and I think Deshaun Watson had a huge problem with that as well. So it's a, it's a mix of a lot of different things here. It's not just paid Deshaun, you know, Deshaun wanted Eric Bieniemy to interview and that didn't happen. And so he pulled the plug. I don't know that he trusts Cal McNair and some of the, you know, the organizational changes in terms of the makeup of the organization. I don't know that he trusts where it's going and that he would be heard, you know, moving forward. And but here's the here's the here's the crazy thing. Right? That, here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing. How many players in the league really trust or know their owners anyway? Very, I would I would say very 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 few. Um, but I would also say that I, I think the NFL and and people are going to have to get used to this. It's changing. Like it is. It's changing. The makeup of players coming in, in terms of like the mental makeup of them. And what them being willing to press themselves um, upon the business of football, whereas before it was just sort of upstairs, downstairs. We're downstairs. All the the organizational stuff happens upstairs. 
we don't get involved in that. I, I don't. I think more and more players are willing to say, "Hey, look, you know, you signed me to a forty million dollar a year deal. You know, you, I'm, I'm the franchise face forward guy. I'm, I'm not just going to sit here and and put myself in a situation where I'm like Aaron Rodgers, where the organization doesn't really listen to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers gets upset about it, and then you know, subtly sends out these like, you know subliminal messages through the media that, you know, he, he wants this or he wants that. And then he has to deny it to the media the next day. I, I don't think player, players are like, we're not going to do that. We're either going to be listened to or we're not. And if that's not something you're interested in, we'll find another organization that is interested in listening to us. Some people might not like the league going in that direction, but I can tell you right now, Tom Brady did that. Okay. Tom Brady be in new England right now. If, if he felt like he was listened to by Bill Belichick and other people in the organization, Jason Light, Bruce Arians, they're like, we'll listen to you. You come here. We'll we'll build the team around you. We'll do it. Well, hey, you want to change the scheme or do things that lean into what you like to do? We're going to put that in your hands. You, you feel like you want to coach a little bit on the field? We're going to put that in your hands. They leaned into Tom Brady. It's it's not like it's a it's players who reach a certain level deciding whether or not they want to press that I guess that power play. And nobody's complaining about Tom Brady doing it. Everybody's complaining about Deshaun Watson doing it. I guess inside the organization. Inside, I'll tell you this: the city of Houston, they are not siding with the organization. The organization's in the toilet in the city of Houston amongst the fans. Right. So why why would you trade him? You trade him and then go like, yeah, but, you know, let's 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 reset when we have the quarterback that everybody's looking for. You know, and like, look, look, Tampa I mean, did it because you know, they were I, desperate. Tampa did it. The, Tampa only got him because they were desperate. That, that's that's really the like we could sit here and go like, well, Tampa did like yeah because you have the only chance you have of getting a six-time Super Bowl winner to come to Tampa is to go like, hey, dude, whatever you want, we'll do whatever you want. I hate to tell you, I don't think a lot of players want to come to Houston, so they should be pretty desperate right I, now. I so if I, desperate I, I agree. I, I, mean, I agree. I, I they don't, don't want to go there, but they end up. It's like like oh, where do they want to go? They want to go to L.A. Like all right. Well, I don't want to play for this. Like, it's not. I. I don't. I do. I think that some of it is changing. Yes, but I, I not as much because most guys don't have the long term contract to fall back on. No, I think, I think running backs is changing in the other direction. Right? They have yeah, less no, and less. Like Christian McCaffrey didn't miss a game in three years. He signs a big deal. Everyone, myself included, is like that's the first good deal, big deal ever. And he doesn't even hardly play. So I, I'm, I'm going to disagree. I, I think it feels like it does, but it's a lot like how social media makes everything feel like it's happening everywhere. I, it's something just happened that hasn't happened, and it came after another thing that has. I mean, when was the last time we saw a player the level of Tom Brady do what he did? Okay, like that was there was it was inconceivable. I remember the day Adam Schefter put it out there that this is a guy who could exit New England, and it was the most inconceivable, ridiculous thing anyone had ever heard. And then he wins a Super Bowl at Tampa. Okay, so I mean, it's I I, I understand. I, I'm talking about quarterbacks here too. I'm yes, not no, I, I got lead, it. Yep. yep. But it's it's the quarterbacks and and Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers watched what happened. Watched got beat by Tom Brady, and he sat there and went, "Okay, I see everything they just did." And then when they won the Super Bowl, he's like, "All right, look at this is you can name rattle off five guys that are on that roster because of Tom Brady," and. You know, all these other things that the organization has been open about what they did with Tom. And I think Aaron Rodgers straddles two eras, just like Tom Brady. And But Aaron Rodgers sitting there going, hey, I'm at the end here. Maybe maybe you should Tom Brady it for me, too. And, you know, Deshaun Watson just happens to be at the beginning. I, look, if things went wrong in Kansas City, you think Patrick Mahomes would not say something? I don't think Patrick – I think Patrick Mahomes would say something. If he felt like something was going on that he was not happy with and it needed to be steered in the right direction – it's just he happens to be in an organization that does things right. Houston doesn't. They, you know, they're falling all over themselves. Sure. So, it's. I just don't see the. I don't see players, elite level players, making the kind of money that Deshaun Watson's making, suffering a franchise anymore. And oh, by the way, J.J. Watt didn't suffer it either. I mean, he's out of that franchise because he didn't want to be there anymore. And, you know, they released him because they're like. They literally had teams call that were interested in trading for J.J. Watt, and they're like, you know what, we're not even going to go down that road because it could turn it into a more adversarial situation, and we don't need both Deshaun Watson and J.J. coming after us, so we'll just release J.J. Awesome. Go ahead. I mean, it says a lot. I mean, it says something about the organization when you have that many. Andre Johnson does not speak well of the organization. Dwayne Brown doesn't speak well of the organization. J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson – 
you know, how many top level players have been through, um, you know, the Houston organization and, and talked about, you know, sure. not feeling like the organization ever had it together. Charles Robinson, check out the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast at Charles Robinson on Twitter. Charles, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Doug. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker Fire Insurance, Exchanges, are affiliate. Products not available in every state. It's Doug Gottlieb Show live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 888-FARMERS. You can save a whole lot of something on farmer insur- Farmers Insurance. Let, let's get to uh, uh, what the Fox said. Oh, here it is. This is Chris Broussard on Undisputed this morning talking about Cam Newton's future in the NFL. I don't even think Cam's going to get the chance to prove his doubters wrong because I don't see any team out there that's bringing him in as the starting quarterback. I think at this point in his career, Cam has to go somewhere except being a backup quarterback. That's why he was out of the league, you know, to the point where the Patriots signed him because he didn't want to be a backup. But I think now he may have to accept that role. He did bring great leadership to New England. I think guys in the locker room would love him. And if he throws his full support 
behind a starter, he could be an asset for a team as a backup. But this is more than ever, we all know, even more than when Cam came into the league and more than when Cam was an MVP. It is a passing league, period. And the only way you can get away with throwing for fewer than 200 yards a game, which Cam did, is if you're Lamar Jackson because he's a dynamic runner. Cam is not that dynamic runner anymore. Yeah, like, look, Cam Newton can't throw football. And if he wants to be a backup, he'll have to, the the job of a backup is to get the starter ready. And he did everything right this year. In terms of handling himself, handling the beating he took. He just can't throw a football. Coming up next, we covered the NBA the wrong way. I'll explain next in the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 